Welcome to The Sober Gay, a podcast about being sober in the LGBT community and beyond. I'm your host, Dylan Gay, and yes, that is my real last name. Hello, Aubrey. Hey, Dylan. Let's talk about sex, baby. Ooh, it's the sexy episode. Ooh, sex talk. Ooh, <laughs> talking about the down and dirty. Yeah. The mm. nitty gritty. How ha- let's just jump right in. Okay. Oh, okay. I How has sex changed for you? Sober versus <laughs> drunk. Um, well, definitely I am not just forgetting every single person I slept with. Um, and I'm not just sleeping with random people, A, because I am taken, but you know, I'm not just like out there. Well, on you've been sober phone. for a year yeah. and, some, and a lot of change. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'd say that it was a little bit more intimate and I could like pick really who I felt I was in control. Yeah. I, you know, I think that's the biggest thing that's changed for me. Now, I feel in control. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get that a lot. Uh, sex for me has always been a weird subject cause I was very uncomfortable with my body for a long time. So, the drinking, obviously, I was <clears throat> getting very drunk to have sex with strangers and, you know, boyfriends and everything like that. I don't, you know, I think I've just started recently having sober sex. Like, mm-hmm. re- and like when I say recently, I mean like recently. Like, mm-hmm. it's taken a while, you know, to get comfortable sober and then to have sober sex was very interesting the first time for me. Do you find it liberating? Do you find it? freeing for you at all or do you you feel like um i'll say i'll say one thing in 2018 i went to a specialist because i had a cyst in my right testicle and it was scaring me and my sex drive was going like really low like i couldn't keep a boner i couldn't and i thought that that was part of just getting out of a relationship i had just broken up with someone at the time um i didn't think it had to do with drinking at all um but the doctor did say you know how much do you drink and that was one of the things that i was honest with him about and i said you know i drink every day um and he basically said you know your sex drive could be depleted from the drinking i didn't want to hear anything he had to say about that i was mm-hmm. just like fix the cyst in my testicle i'm not here to be schooled about my fucking drinking right now <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but um after i got sober uh i will say things started regulating and i noticed that like like i could keep an erection again like my yeah. the boner would stay like yeah. i will say it's a little harder to keep my my attention now i will say like i i don't know what it was about being drunk and having sex and like i didn't have to focus as much but now it's like the minute i start thinking about something else i'm like totally out of the situation like i have to stare at the person you know what i mean interesting so you almost have this like you don't feel as much of that connection when you're sober right now. Is that, or I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just the sex. I've only really had sex with two people since I've been sober mm-hmm. um, a couple times, but like it's only been two people. So, I mean, it could be that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
I'm not, I've never been someone who's been like promiscuous by nature. I mean, I've had like, you know, my spells here and there, but I've never been someone who craves sex or anything like that or, you know, needs it. You know, girl, I got my hand, baby. We good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I don't know. I am now that I'm like, you know, getting my body in shape and I feel, you know, confident with myself again. I want to get out there again, but it has been kind of an insecurity of mine. Yeah. Of like just the loosening up. And I just feel like a virgin, honestly. Yeah. I've only had sex drunk. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a whole different ball game when you are sober and you're so used to having, you know, sex drunk. You're like, oh, okay, like what do I do now? Cause for me, it was, you know, I could forget all of it, but now it's like I do have to, I guess I do have to be more present and I do have to be there. And it is a whole new game. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because I, I mean, I've had sex sober, obviously, because I've had boyfriends and we've had morning sex when I hadn't drank yet. But mm-hmm. I still don't even count that because I had a hangover, I'm sure. Obviously, if it was morning time. I just think about like how long it took me to just like get all alcohol out of my system. And I realized that like, even if I didn't drink for, you know, 24 hours and I would blow zeros, that alcohol was still working it its was, way through my system. Yeah, it was affecting you mm-hmm. in some way, which mm-hmm. form or another, somewhere in your body, it mm-hmm. was doing something. It's, uh, yeah, the whole situation, like I said, is a little weird for me, um, taboo. Uh, I think for me, when I was, when I first got sober, and I guess thinking about it more, because, you know, I guess I never really thought about the sex at the beginning. Um, but I do feel like I was a little bit more promiscuous, maybe. Um, being sober for the first time, I was able to like put myself out there a little bit more. Maybe it was because I was missing that thing that I got the attention from. Yeah. Um, which was the alcohol. And I was looking for something new. Right. Um, which I think could have been those potential, you know, partners that I, you know, I did sleep with, you know. So I won I wonder if that could be it. Like I lost uh, uh, this this relationship and I just felt like I needed to fill that void. Yeah. Um I will say I did I have enjoyed sex. Um like with that most recent guy that I was telling you about. Um like he had um I it was fun. Yeah. I don't I don't know what it is though. It's like there's something else in the room though now. It's like an awareness that I never had before is, is in the room with us. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. I don't feel like it's just me and the other person. Like there's something else there. Like, I don't know. Like I'm just th- more so I'm so present. Like it's too present. You feel like it's too surreal. There's this, this moment can't be so real. Yeah. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I'm naked. And then I'm like, <clears throat> well now I'm thinking way too much and I've ruined my mood. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's where the thinking comes in. Interesting. I don't know. No, I, I, I honestly, I think this, that's something um, I would want. I, I should look back on. I wonder if that's something I ever went, went through is like, do I feel like I was, huh? Yeah. Um, did you, were you promiscuous while you were a drinker? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I was, I, I think the difference for me was, um, I was promiscuous, but I could never like actually do anything about it. And like me being sober as I was actually able to remember. And, and, you know, most of the time I was able to keep up with that. But when I was drunk, most of the time I never really, 
ended up pursuing a lot of the stuff that happened, though I did have some interesting, I mean, I had some terrible moments, drunk moments uh, when it came to sex where I, I have, I had to say no to someone and they kept trying and trying. While you were drunk? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I was wasted. And it's like, I didn't know what to do um, yeah. at that time. And now I do have a little bit more of a sense of what I can do in those situations. But at that time, I did not know. Yeah, we found do. ourselves like, we put ourselves in really compromising situations when we were drunk. So like, because <clears throat> it's relatable, like I wasn't that promiscuous, but I would put myself in self in situations when I was drunk that would, you know, mm-hmm. be compromising to, to me, mm-hmm. you know. And I would try to make myself like more of a badass. I know I would do that a lot. I would be like, oh, Dylan is such a good guy. I'm going to get drunk and then go fuck all these guys. But in reality, I would just end up getting wasted and going, you know, meeting a guy on Grinder or something and then passing out or peeing yep. in his bed, which I'd done before, yep. you know? I mean, that was, I, I mean, I think that was the other thing is I didn't have that personal relationship people would come over and I'd be that person that was like are you leaving yeah now are you gone like why are you still here trying to talk to me like I want to drink more and go to sleep now thanks yeah I had a, I remember I had a guy come over one time and I was like bring a bring some liquor and he was like I got a bottle of Smirnoff I'm like great it works <laughs> and I remember he came over and the last I don't remember anything I remember waking up the next morning and looking out in the kitchen and seeing a half a bottle of vodka and he wasn't there and I texted him, like, you know, as I always did. I didn't know what happened, but mm-hmm. I just instantly texted him and said, sorry about last night. I hadn't eaten anything. You know how we do. Yep. Oh, I hadn't yeah. eaten anything, and I just got way too drunk too fast. And he was like, yeah, you did get drunk really quick. Um, all we did was make out, and then I left. And I'm like, well, uh, yeah. I mean, at least he was responsible. He could have done a lot more. Yeah. And it's bad. Oh, my God. This is a horrible habit, but I used to have a habit of the first thing I would do when I woke up after a bender where I knew I was out and around other guys, gay men, is I would feel my butthole to make sure I wasn't ripped, bleeding, hurting. And that became so normal to me. Yeah. Why? That shouldn't be normal. No. I shouldn't be waking up in the morning. The first thing I do is check my asshole to make sure it's not ripped. Yeah, like make sure you were didn't do anything that night before. Like that that's the way of knowing like if it was a bad night or something it's like shitty. that. It's shitty. And yeah. that, that used to be so normal to me, like yeah. thinking wise. I hated the having to put pieces together of the night before. Like who did I text? Who was I sleeping with and having to put that back together like where you couldn't remember those people right. like who did I have come over that night? And you just pray that you used a condom because that was a big thing too. Is like I would have these like horrible guilt trips of like, I know I fooled around with so and so, and I remember there being a condom wrapper, but I remember us laughing, and mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? Like being drunk, you lose those inhibitions, and like you don't care about that shit. Mm-hmm. The condom comes off, you keep going. Next day, what do you remember? Oh, we used a condom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think for me, I think um, drinking. Uh, when it came to sex, put me in a lot of bad situations. I and I personally have cheated before. I, I will put that out there. And, you know, I, whatever people want to think about it, but I think it was because I was drunk and I did these things because I was drunk. And I, it did put me in those bad situations where I don't think it was something I would have done sober. And like now I am in a happy relationship and I'm not anywhere close to like being wanting to do that you know that's not something that has ever crossed my mind yeah because um, you you have all your inhibitions you yeah you, they're not you know being tested 
Yeah. And I think that that um, is something that has attested to me more so like since I got sober is like, I feel like a person and I feel like that is who I am, not who that person was that would cheat on someone. Yeah. So I never cheated um, in any relationship, but I also didn't have many relationships or opportunities. I was, you know, but I've been cheated on um, and alcohol involved, Mm -hmm. you know, every single time. Mm -hmm. I literally had an ex-boyfriend that broke up with me. I'm sorry. Yeah. He asked me if we could have a break because his ex-boyfriend was coming into town for the weekend and he wanted to fuck and get drunk. <laughs> like, And then uh, that Monday, he literally tried to get back with me. <laughs> I was like, you dirtbag. That's I, not how this works. <laughs> I actually did get back with him, though. How did you? shitty of me, though. Oh. That was 2012. I was 21. I was an alcoholic. We, we, all make, we all make those terrible decisions. And yet, like, we put ourselves in those type of relationships, too. You know? Yeah. And it's not... Not to say that I was a perfect, perfect person relationship, but neither was he. You know, we both had our, our faults that we just we put ourselves in those terrible relationships that we want to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, have you ever had sex with someone who was sober while you were an alcoholic and had to think about that? uh <laughs> that was a weird question i know i i yeah uh no i don't think so. i remember this guy that i hooked up with once and i remember he was someone who did not drink at all like whatsoever and me being you know blasting a glass dylan was like well i'm just gonna have a couple glasses of wine like i do every night blah mm-hmm. blah, blah 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 yeah yeah he ended up seeing me pee on my kitchen floor oh yeah so he's like, this is why I don't drink. Yeah, this I think why. about that stuff now. Like back then, I was like, whatever. He can't hang. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I really don't. I think I just always went for drunk people or just other people that were that were drunk. I don't think I could sleep with a sober person. It felt weird to me. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I don't think I. I think I mean. Definitely, I remember that one because it stood out. So I don't think there was many. Yeah, <laughs> if, you know what I mean. We we were all way too drunk, and I like I think about that now though too. Like I don't think I could be with someone sober, and that sounds really weird. But like, I enjoy a relationship where where that person can do whatever they want. Like they're, they're really you yeah. don't think you well well you're it's also hard for you to say that because you're in a relationship am, with someone yeah. who's not sober. Yeah, so like... that's fair. But I mean, he's not a drunk, so it's it's different. I yeah, feel like. and I just I don't I don't think I could. It would just feel weird to me. What do they call him? Like a type one drinker? <laughs> There's types, right? It's like type one or type two. He drinks in social <laughs> situations, and that's about it. Yeah, uh, and and like that's all the time I've ever seen him drink. I've maybe once or twice, like when we first run, like first started dating. Right, right, but. Um, I don't really care. I would love. I don't think I could have sex with someone who was drunk for the rest of my life. Maybe you know what I mean. Like I, because I would just, I would see the signs. Yeah. And if I saw them that they were drunk, I or like even tipsy, I'd probably be turned off and wouldn't want it. <sighs> yeah. Oh, so I'm thinking about. I like it. It doesn't turn me. I, they're like wasted. Yeah. I think that's different, but like someone who's just like had like one or two drinks, that doesn't bother me too much. I know it doesn't turn me off too much because I think I know that they they're still there. Maybe if you know? I date someone and they're someone who's not a drinker, there's someone who drinks like once every 
you know, a couple months or so, whatever. I mean, maybe then I would think it's cute and be yeah. like, "Oh, you're all saucy." Let's yeah, and I think do that, it. that might be that might be what it is. Is I just find it super cute. Yeah, I mean, I I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. I'm just not at that point because I have no one and I'm fucking bitter and I'm not even having sex with anyone right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it okay. is gonna happen. You are in the perfect city for it. Member for I'm in, a reason. Yeah, I'm in member. All these pretentious assholes around here. <laughs> Well, Aubrey, thank you for coming and listening to me talk about my erectile dysfunction. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was great to listen about it. You know, always a joy. <laughs> yes. Uh, before we go, I did want to say a little quick shout out to our friends over at Off the Sauce Podcast. Yeah, I just got to say I love Roxy and Nina. They are amazing. Yes, I love their different viewpoints, the way they bounce ideas off each other. They're refreshing. They're very up on their Instagram, too. So I'm constantly liking and sharing their stuff. We're big fans of them. Yeah. So, you know, we've never really recommended anyone more until now. So. <laughs> Give them a listen to go check out their Instagram. They are great. Yeah, we love them. Um, Aubrey, if people want to find our social medias, where can they find us? They can find us at thesobergay.com. You will find everything under there. Yes, that's the official launch of our website, thesobergay.com. Pew, 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 pew. That's www.thesobergay.com. <laughs> Check us out. And yes, that is his last name. <laughs> yes. Well, until next time, Aubrey, stay, stay sober, sober, girl. girl.